I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate Jam! Hi Jess. Hi Mel. Exciting stuff. We have a Gmail account. Yes! Woohoo! Alright, so what that means is if you have questions, comments, queries, suggestions. Uh, suggestions for things, you can send us through an email at chocolatejampodcast at gmail.com. Very exciting. And, and yeah. we will have a look at what you have to say. We will probably dismiss your feedback out of hand if we don't like it. Sure. That's not true at all. We will totally take on board everything you say and probably dwell about it, so be really nice to us. Yeah. But what we would really love is suggestions for things to talk about. Oh, yeah, that would be really good. Tell us what you want to hear, and we may or may not talk about it, but probably will, you know, because we're okay. We're right. We're good like that. Yeah. Versatile, you know. Yeah, Flexible. Yeah. Adaptable. Mm-hmm. Marketing gurus, too. We have an email address. Yeah, email address. Damn. <sighs> Step one, Gmail. Step two, take over the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Step three, profit? Uh, yes, possibly. Mm, don't know, but yeah. good Good right. stuff. So what are we talking about today, Jess? What's happening? Well, I was on the train the other day. Mm. Um, that's not unusual. I catch the train every day. Commuter sure. trains are great. I was not tra- catching the train for a long time, and now I am catching the train recently, because I'm recently doing some work in a location that requires me catching the train. Gotta say, not loving it. Not loving it. Didn't, didn't miss the not having to catch the train. Oh, see, I love the train. Because it's like, that is half an hour that I just sit and I can just like mess with my phone or read a book and nobody bugs me, which is fantastic. Yeah. Because commuter trains. I get that. The commuter trains, generally, everyone just keeps to themselves. Oh, yes. You don't want to be on the train at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, yes. If you're not... If you don't have headphones on, or you're not staring at your phone on a train, you're kind of a weirdo, yeah. to be honest. Like, yeah. That's pretty much what everyone does on the train. It's <laughs> a bit creepy, but yeah. But anyway, I was on the train, and um, this one person on my train was entertaining herself by talking on the phone to her friend. Which, you know, it happens. She wasn't talking super loudly, sure. so it wasn't that bad. But she was a little bit Clive, the slightly loud, too loud commuter. <laughs> <laughs> and... Her conversation caught my attention because she was giving her friend, from what I could tell, the most spectacularly bad advice that I have heard in a long time. Oh, no. Now, I i mean, I pride myself on being someone who gives good advice. Um, well, <laughs> clearly I do as well, but anyway. <laughs> I, you know, so to... I don't, I don't want to, like judge too harshly because everybody has different strengths and weaknesses but I kind of think that if you're going to be providing somebody with advice as opposed to just you know moral support then um you know get your shit together like this okay context this must have been some bad advice it was really bad advice so what I could figure out and I could completely have the wrong end of the stick but you know let's just go with this here Mm -hmm. and be wildly judgmental what I could figure out was this woman was talking to her friend and her friend's, uh, you know, object of affection, partner, husband, boyfriend, crush, whatever, mm. had left her for another woman. Okay. A common scenario where you would go to your friend for help or support. This woman was advising her friend all the different ways she could attract him back. 
Uh, most God. of which seem to revolve around losing weight and changing her clothes. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Spectacularly bad advice. And all the ways that she could attract a different man also by um, losing weight and changing her clothes and appearance. You know what it is? It's, it's, it's like missing the point advice. That's what it is. Yeah. It's missing the point advice. It's like, I guess, like taking out any context, if you're purely thinking, how might I attract another human being to me? Yes. Being a healthy weight range and dressing well are ways that you can do that. It's not necessarily bad advice per se, but if you're being left by someone and the advice is like, here are the things, you know, you've got to do things to get him back. Like, that's the bad advice. Y- yes. That's the part of it. Like, it's because it's missing the point. Yes, it was so missing the point. Well, to be fair, some of the, the losing weight advice was also spectacularly bad. Oh. But, um, you know, like, no, no, just don't eat. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I know, yeah. really bad. When you're hungry, have a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Drink lemon water for a week. Don't do any oh, of these God. things. Oh, God, no, 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 don't do any of these things. They're very, all very bad. They're it's terrible. Like, it's like, eat um, enough calories, everybody. Eat yeah. sufficient calories, yeah. not too many, but sufficient. You actually, your body actually, you know, you need to stay alive. So it's it's like uh, Devil Wears Prada. It's like Emily Blunt in Devil Wears Prada when, when she's like... You know, oh, you know, I just, I don't eat. And then when I'm hungry, I eat a cube of cheese. Like, when I yes. feel like I'm going to pass out, I eat a cube, cube of cheese. cheese. And I just go, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one stomach flu away from my goal weight. <laughs> but you know what? That was about, like, and, and this is, I'm not condoning that attitude towards your body for any reason. But I kind of respect it more if it's about you loving fashion. Yeah, and being into fashion. Oh no, which is ridiculous. No, this is all straying dangerously close to thin, inspirational. Which, which we're going we to run. No, 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 very no, no. Much the other Don't way. worry, we will go back no, to no, no, no. to some chocolate later in the no, podcast no, no, no. and celebrate the glory this, that is exactly. chocolate. This is chocolate jam, after all. This is chocolate jam. Uh, anyway, so this woman's advice was just spectacularly bad, but it all centered around the idea that this woman needed to have a man in her life. Yeah. A even partner was, or another person gives you self-worth. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, even if mm. it was this guy who had cheated on her and left her for someone else. Like, you don't want that in your life. Anybody who advises you that the person you need in your life is the person who cheated on you and left you for another person, they're not a person to go through for advice. Don't go to that person for advice <sighs> because it's bad advice. Because that person who cheated on you and left you, they're not a good partner. Like, they're not no. going to be a good partner for you. And, and also, like, they don't want to be with you. They've left. It's yes. done. <laughs> like, it, you, you, may, you may actually be successful in enticing them back if you wear, like, a hot dress. Oh, God, no. but, but, you know, even if you entice them back, like, it's still the same relationship. It's still not going to fundamentally not going to work because it didn't work before, like... And if they can be enticed back with a hot dress, then they can be enticed away with a hot dress. Exactly. Like, very problematic. It's very, it's all very problematic. And I wanted to raise this too, because uh, last episode we talked about the joy of relationships um, and the importance of being able to marry your partner, which, you know, is something that I really firmly believe in, you know, and and I think I'm, I'm so happy that everyone in Australia can marry their partner. But that's if you have somebody in your life who makes it better. 
you know, where you can mutually make each other's lives better. If yeah. the person in your life is a sack of shit who cheats on you, honey, honey, you're so much better out without mm. that. Yeah, it's not like be with someone at all costs. No. It's be with someone if they improve your life. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't improve your life, then improve your own life. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I think of the example of um, one of my dearest friends at work who is a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. And, you know, I'm often jealous of how much she has her shit together mm. because, you know, she's always doing things. She has so many friends. Like, she just, her life is exactly the way she wants it to be, which, you know, mm. I understand for a lot of people there is an element of loneliness in being a single person mm. but if you can surround yourself with emotional support you know have friends who are there for you have yep. people who you can rely on have that person that you yeah. can call when you know you it's it it's two o'clock in the morning and you've been vomiting for eight hours and you just want someone to listen to you cry if you can have that in your life then why does it need to be a sexual partner or even someone who lives with you can it just be your sister or your best friend? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, that's right. It, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be a partner because, again, it's, it's. I mean, look, it's, it's an interesting thing. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a sensitive thing because it's not like we can sit here and say like you should only be with someone if they make you feel good or you know if it works for you. In because this, in a... in the sense that long term relationships have their hard times and they have their times where things don't work or there's aspects about it that are that are really difficult. And that's not to say that that shouldn't be pursued or you shouldn't try and work through that. But, you know, by the same token, if your choice or, you know, your life is such that you are not with a partner, that's that's perfectly fine. You are no less a person. You're no, your, your life is no less valid because you are not partnered up with someone. And I think for anyone... For any person, partner or no partner, you need you need a network of people. You know, you need a network of some emotion, uh, uh, emotional support. <laughs> you need a network of emotional support. So, yes. and that can't... is something that we've talked about before as well. Yeah, is about not relying entirely on the one person yeah. in your life. It for can't everything. be all about one person. You know what? I think we talked about that in the unaired pilot, and people don't necessarily know that. That's when we talked about it. Oh. But unaired pilot, guys, you'll never hear it. Unless we, like, totally <laughs> fail at recording one month and then just release it for the sake of it. But yes. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, I've lost my train of thought, but it's very important <laughs> for anyone to have a, you know, a network of a people. A network of people. You yes. can't rely on just one person. So, you know, if your partner has left you for someone else, well, then you know what? They've left you for someone else. Two people being in a relationship, they gotta both want to be in the relationship, alright? Yeah. The idea is not to entice them back or not like, oh, I must immediately jump to the next thing. If I can't get this person back, I've gotta try and get another person. No. That's not the solution. And, on top of that, when you're comfortable within yourself, when you are happy within yourself, that is when you are more likely to attract a partner. Another person. Another person. Yep. And it also may, you know, it will improve your relationship with that person because you are a stable, independent yes. human being who can operate in themselves um, and, and has a strong support network, which is something that you, as we just said, need yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, that was spectacularly bad advice. It was fantastic to listen to just because I was sitting there kind of imagining the conversation that I would have with one of my friends, uh, which would actually probably be less along the lines of advice and more along the lines of which Jane Austen movie do you want to watch tonight? (laughs) Um, Is it going to be pizza or dodgy Chinese food? I'm coming over whether you like it or not. I don't care if you're covered in snot. Mm. So... Listeners, if your friend comes to you uh, because they're sad, because their partner has cheated on them and left them for another person, that's what you say. Yep. What ridiculous takeaway food are you and I eating together tonight? You say... Where I do not judge you for your snot. Yes, and (laughs) is it it a Nutella donut or a Nutella pancake? You know, not Nutella pizza. What am I... What the hell am I saying, Jess? You're saying Nutella. Yeah, I've just got more... You know, is it a Nutella pancake or a pizza or a donut... Or is it just a spoon with some Nutella? Or that's, all of the above. That's what that's what you're saying to your friend. Okay? Good okay. Stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. So what else are we talking about today, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> what else is on the agenda? On the agenda. So, uh, Mel, you have, um, you know, so as we've discussed, you're relatively newly married. Mm-hmm. And you moved in with your husband uh, just after the wedding, I believe. Yeah. And he has a Netflix account, and yep. you did not. I'm new to Netflix, guys. I'm relatively new to Netflix. And how's that been going for um, you? You know, it's good. It's interesting. It's helped me reconnect with a lot of old movies. Mm-hmm. Like the rom-coms and the, you know, there's Clueless is making the rounds. on. Oh, yeah. You know, so some like old school 90s, 2000s movies. Clueless is... Yeah. 90s. It's like, 90s. Like, like early to mid-90s. Very old. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> kind of on. before our time, Clueless. It wasn't really quite... Do you know what it was? It was when we were aspirational teenagers. So we weren't actually teenagers, yeah. but we liked teenage stuff. Yeah, we were sort of like almost tweens. Yeah. We were tweens slash almost tweens. Oh my god. Aspir- aspiring to be a teenager. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Why? That's a, bit, that's a bit tragic. That's terrible. <laughs> We're definitely in a better place in our lives now. But yes. um but yeah, so so it's kind of it's been interesting because it's kind of it's it's helping me um connect with yeah, some some you know, reconnect with some old movies and some things like that. And it and you know, it's allowed me to watch some mini series and stuff that I've kind of missed when they were big. Mm-hmm. Uh, e. G. the O. J. Simpson trial. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was it the American American true crime stories or I don't know something like that? But I just have to say, like it's a bit jarring the sheer volume of stuff that's on there on demand, and then it kind of it tries to sort of adapt to like it gives you all these suggestions to what it thinks you like based on you know like based on stuff that you watched that you've previously. Watched. Yes, and then it kind of you know even that stuff like. You know, are you male or female? Like the you know, stuff on your profile, like yeah. stuff that you put there. So it's like you know, oh, tearjerker movies because like I'm female, so I must love tearjerker movies, um, which I kind of do. I, I like. <laughs> you know what it is? I like. We movies. don't hold with stereotypes here no. on Chocolate Jam, but we do adhere to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I like movies with you know just fucked up stuff happens. So sometimes that make it's tearjerking. But yeah, I just like I like it when there's a good messed up. I like a good messed up movie. But yeah. Like, yeah. we're messed up. I don't know. Like, where it's just like, oh, I feel like shit for having watched that. I don't know why. I just, I do, I do. That's why you get on so well with my husband. Yes. Because he likes that stuff. 
And I like that you and he like that stuff yeah. because then you guys can watch that and stuff you, together and, and I don't have you don't, to. You don't have to like that stuff. Because yeah. I don't like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's just... There's just so much. And then... I almost feel like Netflix needs like a not like an I'm feeling lucky, but just a like a, just a random. It needs like a random button. Are you listening, Netflix? Yeah, come on, Netflix. Because sometimes there's just so much shit, and you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and it's par- I find it paralyzing. There's just too much on there. Yeah, I get that a bit sometimes. I guess for me. You know, you're saying you find Netflix paralyzing. So I have Netflix Stan, which is an Australian mm. um, streaming service, and Foxtel Go. So. Well, I have Netflix and, you know, the internet. Well, there is also the internet. Legal, um, totally legal. Legal streaming. <laughs> yeah. Let's just get on past that. <laughs> um, but, so I, what I find actually is that Netflix is the one where I will browse. So I have Stan specifically so that I can watch uh, Sherlock. So I should probably mm-hmm. cancel my Stan subscription, actually. Oh, no, I'm watching Hand- Community on that as well. Isn't Handmaid's Tale on that? No, that's on SBS On Demand. Ah, right. Yes. Oh, God, who can keep up? Seriously. I know, right? I have... Yeah, I got Stan so I could watch Sherlock, but now I'm watching Community on it. Um, mm. I have Foxtel Go for Game of Thrones mm. and Outlander. So for those ones, I have, like, really specific shows that yeah. I watch. Whereas um, Netflix is the one where I'll go through and go, ooh, that looks interesting. Mm. But again, I do tend to kind of watch specific shows. Like, I've got kind of a um, list, I guess, of recommendations from people that I've promised them I'll watch. So <laughs> when I kind of go, what, do I need, what am I going to watch now? It's more, what do I watch from this stuff that I've promised my mate that I'll <laughs> watch? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, am I just going to rewatch Parks and Rec for the 50s? Oh, time? yeah. So I'm, such a, I'm so bad like that because I'm like, oh, I want to watch something good. I haven't watched that yet. That might be good. Oh, I've watched that. I know that's good. I know good. it's good. I'm going to watch a thing that I've already watched. Oh, yeah. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. But you know what else I do is I find, particularly with those kind of uh, cult sitcoms like Parks and Rec and Community, mm. I kind of... Almost, I don't want to say make friends with the characters because that sounds really sad. Maybe it is really sad. But, like, I like spending time with them. So it's kind of like, sometimes I'm like, I just want to hang out with Leslie. I've missed you, old friend. Yeah, it's like that. So sometimes I just want to hang out with my friends. (laughs) My friends on the internet. Yay. The fake friends on I, the internet. I have, yeah, and like fake is the in there, not actually, yeah. Fictional. <laughs> totally friends. fictional. Um, I promise I have real friends. Mm. Okay, I have one right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I also, you know, rewatch a lot of old shows on Netflix because, you know, I discovered it had Clueless, as you said, and like mm. the legally blonde movies, which I adore. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's got the old Pride and Prejudice and, mm. um, I think it's got both the... Uh, oh, I say both versions of Sense and Sensibility, like there aren't 50. Yeah. Um, but it's certainly... It's got the um, BBC one with Dan Stevens in it, which and Hattie Morahan, which I love to bits. And I'm pretty sure it's also got... Mel's giving me looks. The Emma Thompson and... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's also Hugh got Grant the Emma Thompson one. Are you Alan going, Rickman, Sense and Sensibility! Oh, my God! Are you going yes, to disown me because okay, my favourite okay. version is the Dan Stevens one? Oh, right. I know. Okay, I haven't it's seen it. I mean, I just love Alfred Rickman. 
So. Well, that's fair. Like, you know, I I also love Alan Rickman. Um, He was an incredible actor and had the greatest voice in the history of recording. And was a wonderful brooding Colonel Brandon. Um, Mm. But look, it's controversial because the Emma Thompson sense and sensibility was the gold standard for me for many, many years. But I think that the Hattie Mohan, Dan Stevens version is superior. Fair enough. Um, I think it's more true to the book. And I think it's more true to the characters of Eleanor and Edward. Okay. Nobody could ever be as good as Alan Rickman in, frankly, anything, no. but, you know. No. No, no, no. Yeah, he pretty much steals, like, every movie that he's in, so... Yeah. Yep. yep. I'm referring more specifically to original Die Hard and Robin Hood. Not that it's hard to steal a movie away from Kevin Costner, trying to play Robin Hood, <laughs> but... Well, same thing, uh, Tim Allen in Galaxy Hall Quest. Hall. Yes, he uh, absolutely yes. stole yep. Galaxy Quest. Yep, stole Galaxy Quest. Like, almost stole Harry Potter. To be fair, I mean, Snape... Uh, I, I, I feel like at some point we're going to have to have an entire episode no. devoted to Snape. Yeah. Like, Snape is one of the most compelling characters. Mm. So when you've got one of the most compelling actors playing one of the most compelling characters, well, mm-hmm. that was always going to happen. Mm. You know, it's just... Absolutely. No, we'll leave that one for another time, because that's, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, right there. A, yep. Harry Potter series, movies, etc. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I find that... Yeah, I find... Yeah, Netflix. It's Look, it's really good. I'm enjoying having the Netflix... Oh, one thing that pisses me off, actually, Netflix, if anyone from Netflix is listening, <laughs> Miss, Mr. Netflix, if you're listening, Guardians of the Galaxy? I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I would like to see Guardians of the Galaxy because, like, everyone says it's really good. They have the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They do not have the first no. Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Really? I literally have looked this up because I saw that they have the second one. Netflix! So... What the hell? Netflix... How am I supposed to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when you're not giving me Guardians of the Galaxy 1 to watch first? I did not know that. Netflix, get your shit together. Bad Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, that would piss me off too. Yeah, so that's super annoying. That's my that's my criticism, my one criticism. I don't well, think I've several, come but... across that before. I've come across TV series where there's like the first three seasons. Yeah, I've come across that and as not, well. And not the other four. The latest ones, yeah. But, um, you know, I can kind of forgive that because I can watch the first three seasons and then decide whether I want to go somewhere else to get the rest of them. You would just think you'd you'd get the more viewers of a sequel one? if you have the first, the first one, one there. Huh. Right. Netflix, are you listening? Hmm. No, they're not, because we have, no. like, literally five listeners. Hi, guys! <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Tam. <laughs> yep. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Laura. Yep. <laughs> yep. Cool. Yeah, if any of you guys are talking to Netflix, let them know, hey, we've just, like, we have a lot of feedback for them. Maybe I should, like, email Netflix. Maybe you should. Maybe I should contact Netflix. Hmm. That'd be interesting. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to do that. Okay. 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 We are making big life decisions here on Chocolate Jam. Yeah. Mel is going to send an email to Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. Excellent. So speaking of our friends, we've just mentioned a bunch Uh, of them. Yes. Yes. 
See, that, that's a, a segue, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's super professional when you, like, you do it and then you start then you immediately patting, patting yourself <laughs> on the back, you know, like, it's how good me. am I? Speaking of friends. <laughs> I could totally work in radio. That segue uh, was masterful. We're, we're, old, we're old pros here. Yep. Yep. Speaking of friends. We have this thing in our, our group of friends. So there's, um, you know, a bunch of us who've been friends for an embarrassingly, embarrassingly long period of time. Uh-huh. And so we kind of have history from before we knew anybody other than each other. Which is what happens when sense. you know people for a long time. It's like, yeah. it's like you know, it's like the plus year history that... And then a bit more. Yeah, I think I've been that's why I said plus, 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 25 yeah, years. Plus, plus, um, right, plus, we don't have to put a, no, have to put a number figure on it. Oh, that's okay, I just did. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, when you've been friends with somebody for that long, you know, and there was a point in your life where they were kind of the only friends that you had, I guess it maybe can be a bit threatening when they then go on and have other friends. So we have this thing... Which is friends who aren't us. Yes, friends who aren't us. Which makes it sound like we're crazy cult people. Like, <laughs> no, we just have this group of friends and we don't have any Anybody other friends. Else. Which totally flies in the face of what we, were, what we were just saying in terms of diversifying your support circle and having <laughs> yeah. lots of love in your life. So while we believe that in uh, theory, that doesn't always occur in practice. Well, I think what it is is... So we have like a... I guess we have like this... There's this sort of core group of friends that Jess is referring to that we've known each other for a really long time and it's not like we haven't had other friends like alongside of that or or yeah. or, or you know that, that and other people that have sort of come and gone from that but it's it's I guess it's just that thing of there's this kind of solid friendship group that has developed and we kind of have this thing I guess that sort of started a bit as shits and giggles or it no well it is shits and giggles but it's kind of like you know who's this person who's this friend that isn't us yeah yes why why do you have a friend that isn't That's not us, us. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed and why do you need other friends and i think ironically like of that core group there was probably only like we probably all had other friendship groups and there was probably like one of us that for a time we were her core like, yeah we were her main friends yes and we were always specifically giving her shit yes. when she had another friend. That's true, yes. And I think we still do. <laughs> I think we still do. Yes. Absolutely. But it's also funny how we all have different approaches to having different friends. So for me, like, I tend to just lump all my friends in together. So I make people hang out with people that they don't know and just expect that they'll get along, which to be fair, they usually do. I've successfully mm. integrated Arcadia into, like, two other friend yes. groups so far. Who, for a while, interestingly, she was one of the people where we were kind of like, oh, your friend. You know, your friend's <laughs> yes. house, are you? Not to you, we were doing that to, to the other person that we often do that to. Yes. <laughs> yes, we were. You know who you are, other person. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... It's pretty, yeah. Yeah, which is... And so, so, I mean, I do that. I'm pretty good I think, about that. Um, another one of our friends tends to keep her friend groups, like, very separate. So, she got married recently and there were all of these people at her wedding who we had no idea who they were. Mm. Which was also cool. Like, you know, that's totally, you know... 
They were well, amazing fine as well. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit <laughs> I'm probably a bit the same. I don't know if I have groups per se, but I just what I find a lot is that I have like random people. I have random people that I have these like one-off like you know these one-to-one really good friendships with, but they don't sort of particularly fit a particular friendship. Like so, I have like a friendship group, which mm-hmm. is kind of you guys, mm-hmm. and then I have like various other I have, I have a smattering of other friends where it's like. Uh, just have like, individual one- yeah, just individual like one to one, and they're not necessarily part of a group of another group of friends that I have. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense, and it's it's an interesting kind of way of looking at friendship dynamics as well, because when you have a group of people, you kind of you know you you often hang out in the same group of people, yeah, yeah. and there's kind of like the crowd that is expected yeah. to be there. But then you've also got individual relationship dynamics within that. And so you might be better friends with one person than you are with another. So, like, I'm thinking, you know, obviously with our little core group, I have individual friendships with each of you, and I would hang mm. out with each of you individually. But some of yep. my other friend groups, there are people who I would hang out one-on-one. Yeah. And there are other people who I wouldn't, not because I don't like them. But it's just, anything, she just tends to just, see them in a group setting. Yeah, we just don't necessarily have that relationship. And maybe I, over time it would develop yeah. or not. It's cool. And I think sometimes it just comes down to, you know, there's only you, you, there's only sort of so many hours in the day. Like, well, it's there sort is of, that. <laughs> you, just, you can't be super close with everyone. everybody. That's the thing. But why not? <laughs> because there's no, like, I don't know, you're spreading yourself too thin. Like, you yeah, know, you are. I'm here doing a podcast with you as opposed to hanging out with someone else. That's, that's what true. happens, you know? Like, that's what... That is what I happens. I can't podcast with everyone. No. Podcasters who aren't us. (laughs) You can't podcast with people that aren't us. No. Yeah, so no, it is interesting. And then we have like another friend who just in you know, in that core friend group who just you know, when you talk about like on one end of the spectrum there's like trying to integrate everyone into your friendship group and then on the other end of the spectrum there's just like, Oh, what what are you doing? Who's that? Oh (laughs) I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, we're going to Hawaii. Oh, can I bring my boyfriend? What? Who? My boyfriend of six months. Huh? <laughs> like, sure, dude. Yeah? He turned out to be awesome, by the way. Yeah, that worked out well, but it was just random as it, shit. It, which is... To be about... fair, I have always said that I would not be surprised if that person just turned up on Monday with, like, yeah. a child. And we were yes. like, oh, who's this? Oh, oh you it's, know, my, it's my child. Daughter. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll roll with that. Certainly, I have to say, post post reveal of the boyfriend, it made a lot more sense why she would just always randomly be in Canberra watching like footy and stuff. Well, because yes, that okay, was, that did make a lot more sense. But the, this person also sense. has a job that you know she travels a lot, so yeah, and and had travelled a lot before that, so it was just also kind of part of the thing where we we're just like, oh yeah, okay, you're in Canberra, whatever. Like you yeah, know, sometimes she'd be like, oh, I'm in Jordan. Or I'm in Antarctica, and it was the same thing. Oh, okay, whatever. Not joking. No, Jess, move your wedding. <laughs> yeah, those, those are real examples. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not, it's not it's not hyperbole. I'm like, not it's making like, up actual. random places. Um, if you're listening, honey, we love you dearly. Um, you have to actually listen. You can't just listen to half an hour and say I ran out of train time. <laughs> We're past the half an hour mark. Yes. Oh, no, she's not listening. Oh, we can say whatever we want now. That's all right. <laughs> Love you. Love you. <laughs> okay. So, yes. 
And and you know what? She might have friends who aren't us, but I don't know. No, I assume she does. I oh yeah, yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. They all do technically. We do as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are. We all have friends that aren't us, but <laughs> okay. you know. But it's suspicious, and we don't particularly care for it. <laughs> <laughs> and how dare they? How dare we? How very dare? How dare we? <laughs> okay. All right, so we have a new segment here. <laughs> <laughs> new week, new segment. Every segment's a new one. Um, so we have a new segment. It is called What the Fuck is This? What the Fuck is This? Um, we're basically... We find something really weird. Yeah, really random. And we basically just ask, what the fuck is this? And we try and figure out what the fuck it is. And if it's something that... We care for, really. I guess so. Quasi-review. So, uh, there's a story to this one. To today's W2F. WTF. Jesus, we're inarticulate today. (laughs) (laughs) Pro podcasters right here. So, through my work, I ended up kind of providing some mentoring and job application coaching to a um, superstar of a young woman. Um, And helped her to get a job they awesome. you know, helped her with a job application coached her for her interview and as a thank you um she very very kindly sent me a box full of essentially chocolate there were like nutella donut bowls and oh, a massive syringe full of nutella yeah. and and this excellent and what the fuck is this jess <laughs> this is Nutella fairy floss. Nutella fairy floss. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on. There's a label. Yes. And it is Fluffy Teller Gourmet Fairy Floss. Fluffy Teller flavor. Fluffy Teller. So, so Nutella today's W two T F is Nutella Fairy Floss. Now, I would apologize for you know tasting chocolate two podcasts in a row, mm. but I'm not sorry. And this is chocolate jam. So, yeah. uh, we're going to be tasting chocolate two podcasts in a row. Yeah. Cool. We want to feel bad about that, but we'd be lying. But we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, we might not be, because I can't open it. Okay. Okay. I'm just struggling here. A punished. little bit. We're, we're getting, getting punished. 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 Yep. punished. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay. There it is. All right. So, would you like to try this? Okay. I... Hang on. It smells good, guys. It smells good. All right. I'm going to try... Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, well, okay. it is fairy floss, so I mean, yeah, it's very... So, so we were ooing because Mel kind of, like, pinched the top of it and then it just came away mm. in her hand. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's yeah, chocolate-favoured mm. fairy floss. Okay. So it's sort of, so it's white fairy floss, and it's got, like, powdery Nutella bits on it, and, oh, it just doesn't have a good look on her face right now. <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't look like she is enjoying it. Well, I just can't really make it out. I mean, I think that's the thing about fairy floss, really. Yeah. Is it, like, dissolves so quickly. It's whiskey, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, look, I guess it, it tastes like what you'd expect Nutella fairy floss to taste like. It tastes like fairy floss. It's Well, it's fairy floss that has this kind of hint of Nutella, that sort of honey... Uh, honey, Jesus. Uh, hazelnut... That hazelnutty chocolate kind of taste mixed in with fairy floss. But you know what? It also has that fairy floss kind of, like, sickly sweet yeah, thing. Yeah, just it's the like, uber this sugar. is just sugar. Yeah. Yeah, and that's essentially what it is. I mean, it's that's what it is. It's just sugar. Shit. Sorry. Oh no. Oh no. 
<laughs> I'm just dropping bits of Mel, like Mel fairy floss and crap fairy floss on objects. Yeah. Mm. Um. Do you know? I don't think I care for it. Yeah. See, the, uh, yeah. I don't know. A lot of things. Uh, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of pseudo Nutella. Yeah. And this is pseudo Nutella. Yep. Yep. You're right. It so. Powdered Nutella, like. Like it's it's, like Nutella. Nutella is good because like, it's, it's a there's there's like an overall thing, with Nutella. Like it's good because it's sort of, you know, creamy and flowy. It's got that spread factor. Mm. It's you know made a certain way. It's got a certain um, texture. Yeah, the texture. You know, it's there's there's lots those things are all part of what makes it good. So as soon as you're trying to like extract the flavor and just put it onto something else, like I don't know if you ever remember. Let's get we're getting we're getting dessert historical here. Oh, currently you know you know those dessert chains Nutella balls. Yes. Okay, so that <laughs> yes yes of course, and their signature thing is like the milkshake with the with the donut ball on the top. Yes. So they match like flavors. So if you get a salted caramel donut. The shake milkshake is... is salted caramel. If you yeah. get a chocolate, Belgian chocolate, the milkshake's chocolate. And if you get a Nutella-filled donut ball, the milkshake is Nutella. Yep. So they started originally, before it was Tella balls, and before they, and like, they do all different kinds of desserts now. That was their signature thing. They were a cafe in Erskineville mm-hmm. called Foodworks. Okay. And so they just, they were a cafe... And then they did those milk, those milkshakes, those those dessert milkshakes that went like viral on the internet and all that. Yes. So when it was still in Erskineville, I went there mm-hmm. um, because me and my partner were like, "Oh, we're gonna get you know one of these milkshakes." Uh, and I got because I wanted the the Nutella filled donut. I got the Nutella flavor, mm-hmm. and the Nutella filled donut was fun, but the Nutella flavored milkshake was fucking disgusting. Really? Yeah, it was not good. Damn. And then I just like ended up chucking the milkshake and keeping the Nutella ball. Like, wow. The, 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 the Nutella donut. So that's really disappointing because as a um... because I just don't think it works. Like I don't think it's this. I don't think it's this flavor. Yeah, flavor. I don't think it's this all-encompassing flavor that you can just extract and apply to anything. Like how you might be able to with chocolate, or with even say like a salted caramel or strawberry. Now, are you suggesting that there are limits to the power of Nutella? Like I don't know. I'm just saying it's not. But as soon as it isn't exclusively Nutella, I'm saying it's not Nutella anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I'm saying it's just hazelnut chocolate. Well, I okay. So I've got. I do have one example of where Nutella has been amazing outside of being Nutella. And there is a cafe right near my work, just a little hole-in-the-wall coffee Mm. place, um, that specialises in Nutella things. Yep. And they make a Nutella hot chocolate. And I don't know what exactly it is that they put into it, because Nutella doesn't actually make a hot chocolate very well, as any chocoholic will know, because Mm. they will inevitably have tried to make it at home. Yep. But this is so... I just, like, I'm just... I can't even right now. Mm. I'm imagining having one of these, and I think I'm going to have to have one on Monday now, because they're so good. And see, that's it, it is Nutella. It is a Nutella yeah. experience. It definitely tastes like Nutella. But it's amazing. First of all, Jess, if it's that fucking good, why have we not gone there together? One. 
Well, next time. Why are you holding out on me? <laughs> and two, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't necessarily work. I just. I don't know. I just think that. I think it can be very hit and miss. Yeah, no, that's like fair. as soon as it's not exclusively Nutella. In then its original room for error. in its original Nutella form, I think it's. I think it's sort of you know yeah. There's a big there's a big margin of error. As we've just discovered, or a small that, margin of error. What's that saying? That's a big margin of error. Yeah, yeah. There's it's 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 very. Yeah, I think it, it. I think it becomes. You know, it can it can really become hit and miss quite quite quickly and quite easily. Yeah. No, I do. Uh, I do hear that as e. we have just experienced the fairy floss with Nutella fairy floss. Uh, WTF is that? Nope. I'm gonna no, give it a nope. No, no, that's definitely a no, nope. No, if it's, said, if it's not great, you know. Yeah. Again, like it's it's you know we're not we're not. It's dessert. It's got to taste good. It's its one job. Yeah, that is its one job. If it's not doing that, no, gets a nope. Yep. What the fuck is this? Something I don't want to eat. That's what it is. Okay? <laughs> that's what that is. That's what that is. Mm. So that's all for Chocolate Jam for today, for this month. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And please send us an email. Um, you know, Comments, are... suggestions. Yep. To anything. All of the above. Positive feedback. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely only positive feedback. <laughs> Chocolate Jam Podcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. And I'm Jess. And I'm Mel. And this is Chocolate Chocolate Jam. Jam!